Hello, welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. My name is Mike Trojan. I've uh, been at this several years with the express project of understanding how we get into a certain state of mind, a certain bliss state of mind that will maintain us into eternity with an immortal soul and an immortal body as well. What is the purpose of living on as a soul without a body? Some people seem to have solace in that. I don't. I don't necessarily think that's a great, fun way to be. So I would like to preserve the vehicle in which I find myself as best I can and to do so through sound, reasoned understanding of the system in which we have been born. We are supposed to be here to manufacture in ourselves the bliss state. The bliss state is interfered with as a child by the many interventions that come from the adult world. Uh, we are pounded into submission. We are pounded into depression. We are pounded into the bliss state getting pounded out of us so that we are then sent off like the rest of the shaft into the shredder and we are gone in a matter of a few years. And that is perfectly fine for the health of the uh, planet. Uh, the age of nihilistic self-regret is what we call this uh, time period because it inculcates in people an idea of nihilism and of regret of self, of regret of the things that it itself did not accomplish and could not accomplish because we are eternally in the grips of our negative programming, our negative thinking, and our depressed thinking, and our thinking under the uh, duress of unhappiness. And the duress of unhappiness makes us into bad people, and we cannot be good as people who are in duress, who are feeling not good inside. Now, what are the things that contribute to taking away the bliss state? Well, the continual intervention and the continual disciplining from your elders, sometimes in erratic fashion and sometimes also in irrational fashion, has rendered us have a, a state of anxiety and a state of bad memories and a state of just sort of ideation of, uh, of, of a state of being where we feel like there's something bad is going to happen. Something is somebody's going to say no, and, and we're going to. And so we're on guard, and we're just we're just living in anxiety of a killer being around the corner. Uh, so we're very much like created to be scaredy cats, expecting to be killed. And we're not like that when we're born. When we're born, we're very blissful, and most animals are as well. But but we are in continually like trying to inculcate, to sort of toughen up our kids, we use fear tactics. And one of the fear tactics that keeps this society running is the fear of death and the fear of getting old. But not so much people learn, want to learn how not to get old and not die, but sort of to get theirs and to get as many uh, accoutrements of safety that we can, knowing that we're all going to expire 
and become very weak very soon. There's no reason why you have to die or get old. There is no reason why you have to die or get old. Let me just say it again. There's no reason why you have to die and get old. There's many theories that say, oh, well, the cell, after a while, it replicates itself. It, does, it cannot replicate itself immortally. Well, there are animals that have such cells. Uh, the jellyfish is, is a particular example of this, is that it is essentially an immortal being, and it can regenerate itself eternally. The only way the jellyfish dies is not by old age, is by predators. There is this in-nature cell that does not, does not take on genetic defects. Now, the reason our cells take on genetic uh, defects is something which the uh, Scientologists has, have dubbed the engram. And the engram is a, um, a particularly traumatic event in your life that gets transformed into a free radical in your body that then does damage and that does create cancer and creates other ailments. And it's, it's, it's an emotional thing that gets transferred into a physical thing. And we have several of these all, you know, throughout our life, we have thousands and thousands of engrams that build up in us. And the whole Scientologist system, and I am not in a, a Scientologist, but I found it interesting that they, that they acknowledge this reality because their whole system is set up to get rid of those engrams and create a bliss state by getting rid of them. Now, I'm not, I don't really know if they have the effect, if, if they're, I haven't really delved into their method of, of ridding themselves, but I, I would imagine it's very akin to most self-help uh, institutions in the sense that they they try to replace the negative track of thinking with positive reinforcement, positive talk. And the way that that is done is by, um, frankly, it's, it's the way that that gets accomplished is just simply by, like, listening to a tape of somebody just telling you, that, like, you're great and that you're, you know, all these different things. It's like you've received – the only thing that you've heard over your life is how not great you are. You get very little praise. And your brain is, like, is not very conscious. Like, the way your brain interprets – the brain internalizes negativity in a way that you don't even realize. And we get so much of it in our society, and we get very little positive reinforcement, very little positive words about ourselves. And so just by playing a, very, a tape of yourself saying, I am this, I am that, I am that, just make a recording of, of all the things that you would like to praise yourself for, all the things that you would love to be, and just praise yourself being that way. Just say, I am um, an amazing human being with an amazing talent that is going to knock this world on fire with and, and, and it's actually better to say you when you make the tape, say you are, you are, because it's like you're listening to it from another person. And, and there are all these, like, and you can actually find them online. There are just, like, strings of uh, recordings of people just saying, you're this, you're that, you're this. And basically they're just saying, you're, you're great, you're a unique person, you're thinking, you, you're, every day you're getting sharper, every day you're getting uh, more intelligent, younger. You're getting your cells are, are, are synthesizing um, food in a different way because you are such a, uh, an advanced 
developing, evolving extension of this great experiment called humanity. And you are going to be one of the pioneers of a new form of humanity that has to do with living forever and achieving such a bliss state that your cells don't want to replicate in any other way but more perfectly than they were before to actually not only not degenerate but to regenerate in a way that is more is better is healthier is stronger than you were before so there are several principles that need to be followed in order to achieve this bliss state and one of them is to to understand like in terms of nutrition um, as much as my uh, my interloper who likes to replace me now and then, Logan likes to, you know, just be very militant about the eating thing. And I certainly agree with the idea of keeping a certain amount of empty food out of your system, a certain amount of food that that would otherwise swing your blood sugar one way or the other. is It's very important to stay away from those foods and to maintain a certain calorie restriction over a certain amount that you don't eat over during a day so that basically you're averaging, you know, about, for an average person, about 2,500 calories a day. And even if you eat more in one day, as long as you average out on the week of having generally that amount of calories or less, you should, you're, you will be fine. And you can just, and there are all kinds of calorie calorie counters that allow you to record what you're eating. And that's another big powerful tool is just to, to, to maintain and I, just consciously that you, what you're eating and what you're putting into your body, not only to maintain health, but also to maintain your weight. Because your, uh, it, the more fat cells that you have inside of you, the less happy you'll be. One, you won't look as good. And also you'll just feel like, you just won't feel as good. You won't feel as blissful. Uh, bliss, but the thing is, is a lot of bliss is not is not depriving yourself of anything, and and that's it's perfectly acceptable as long as you're eating within your a certain amount of calories a day. If it's if it happens to be a piece of chocolate cake, if you really want to use up all your calories having a one thousand calorie piece of cake. Uh, you're going to be pretty hungry for the rest of the day, but hey, if that's how you want to do it, go ahead. But the point is, you never, you're not depriving yourself of anything. You're depriving yourself of an excess of calories. Now, if you can take those calories in the form of lean protein or protein, uh, plant protein up front, and then you follow it up with uh, fibrous foods, and then you follow that up with anything that, like, that has a fat in it, and then you follow it up with anything that has, like, carbohydrates in it, uh, you can maintain a better level and a better sense of well-being just from just balancing out these foods and, and eating them in the right order. But as long as you don't exceed, you know, this idea that you can eat all you want of, like, non-carb food is just not true. You can overeat anything. You can overeat protein. And you can, but it's very, it's much harder to overeat protein because it fills you up. But the idea is that you can overeat stuff. You know, you can't just eat in the limited amount of anything. And so, and, and, and it helps to just keep understanding that, like, your calorie count is an important thing and it should be averaged out. Now, it could be higher. It could be 3,000 calories a day. 
As long as you keep something, if you're very active, could do 3,500. There's ways of calculating what your threshold should be, and usually these calorie counting apps, I think I use uh, Fat Secret or something like that. It's a funny name, but, um, you know, they give you a generous amount of calories. Like, I think I went through the calculator. It gave me, like, 27, and I lowered it. I was like, that's a little too high. I don't want to eat that many calories. Uh, I want to try to lose a little of the weight because also when you're more, tra- you know, you're just more on top of it, you're more, you're, you, you, you know, you don't, you, there's a lot of emotional things that happen with uh, food and the reason why you reach for food and certain comfort foods is like you're trying to create the bliss state in yourself through food. And you can't, I mean, food plays a role. Like you should not feel deprived in any way of any food. But at the same time, you have to understand what you're having and what's good for you and what's actually too much in a day. So it's just simple stuff like that, just keeping an eye on that. The next is, you know, we were talking about the self-talk that occurs inside your brain when you're just kind of walking around and your body, is, your brain is just is, is thinking on its own without your intention. Very dangerous, very deleterious to your sense of mood and and, and, and your anxiety level just grows and grows and grows. The less you're directing your thinking or you're having something play into your um, ears that isn't triggering just uh, negative self-talk. And, you know, politics is, you know, as much as you feel that, you know, you want to keep up on politics or, or world events, you have to understand it has a way of wrecking you. And, and you need to replenish yourself with positive self talk. Now, you can just do it out loud and have do the affirmations, but I like just finding somebody who's like praising any, you know, just, just saying praising things and just listening to the tape and just like even like 15 minutes a day, it totally reprograms you because your brain is not a conscious thing. You think like, oh, just listening to somebody say positive things to me, like, on a tape is really going to make me feel that much better. Like it does. It's amazing what it does. And it's just, it's simple as that because that's all your brain is doing. Your brain is like a tape, but it's playing shit. Like you're a loser. You can't seem to get anything done. You have to like, you keep procrastinating. Like you're just somebody who just doesn't want to do shit. Like you're never going to be cool. Like you're always going to be depressed. Like you'll never get anything done. Like all you do is this and all you do is that. And like just the worst stuff keeps churning into your brain and it's making it very difficult for you to get anything done because you're just being constantly criticized by your own brain command of it you have to understand like you can program your brain in any way you want but you have to have the tools and they they're out there there's tons of shit online i i mean you could just go on youtube and be like self affirmations and you'll find a whole like long fucking thing you can play into your ear and it's just going to tell you how great you are and you don't have to believe it you don't have to think that any of it's true your unconscious will take it in and then you'll see the bliss start to come out of your stuff it's crazy okay another thing that like when you're walking around and you're judging other people you don't understand that but that same uh, knife that you're taking to them in your brain is going to be taken to you very soon after by the same brain that you trained to think that way. So you think harshly about somebody, guess what? That 
just same harshness will come back on you and it'll it'll tear you up and make you old and make you less blissful to the point to the problem here's the problem is when you're not blissful your fucking brain starts telling your molecules hey you might as well commit suicide because or not your molecules your cells but your molecules are part of your cells everything has to feel the bliss to want to stay together and to want to evolve into something even greater First, there needs to be the sense of pleasure. All these, this, this, this physical thing wants. It wants the greatest amount of pleasure, and it wants you to be smart about it. And it wants you to be long-lasting, and it wants it to be not fleeting, and, that, and not something that you have to fiend for, like through fucking nicotine or some drug. No, through your own programming and your careful attention to it and understanding that that is the state that you must be in at all times. And you cannot allow yourself to be in a depressive state. And you have to be very, very vigilant about it. Anyway, I'll be back with more on this. But this is the state you need to be in, bliss. And the only way you can get there, the only way I've ever found to get there, is through self-affirmation. There's, there's just tapes. There's, uh, I shouldn't say tapes. I, I'm saying there are recordings on YouTube, just play one into your ear. Also, there's uh, also breathing exercises, very important. Uh, look up any kind of like intense breathing exercises and just follow along, play the fucking video, do what they do. It's, you know, they'll do this thing where they just, they'll take like um, <clears throat> four short breaths, one long breath, four short breaths, one long breath, four short breaths, one long breath, and then hold it for like a minute. And you do that like three times. And each time you're holding it for a longer time, you hold for a minute, then you hold for a minute and a half, and then you hold for two fucking minutes your breath. And then after that, you go into another fucking realm. Anyway, that's all. And uh, so there's, there's just... You have to you have to understand like you are here to manufacture this bliss in yourself, and that's what God gives you. God, you know, why does God punish bad good people? Because they're unhappy. And God says you're unhappy. You're not. I've given you all the tools to yourself happy, and you don't use them. It's very disconcerting. It's like buying toys for your kid, and the kid doesn't won't play with them. It just cries. And it's, it's it, look, God punishes that. And, and I'm not, by God, I mean the universe. I'm just saying, the, and, and, and I want to say it's not even, a, it's just the law of the universe that if you don't understand how to manufacture bliss in your head, you are going to um, degenerate. And you can't not degenerate under those conditions. So, of course, yes, death is inevitable and your cells can't replicate because there's just, this, there's no bliss there. And my... I would believe that if you could measure a jellyfish bliss level, it's pretty, it's probably pretty fucking high, which is why it allows its cells to be immortal. And ours can be that way too. So I'll be, that's what I do here at the Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. This is wisdom that has fallen from the ancients who used to be immortal. And you'll see that in the, um, in the Old Testament where Adam and Eve, who were immortal, all of a sudden stopped becoming immortal because they, had, they, they gained what was called the knowledge of good and evil. And it's more like just they got depressed. 
depressed is because they stop understanding that the bliss state was the key. The bliss state has to be pursued. Anyway, I'll be back. This is Lectures of Fallen Wisdom, and I'm Mike Trojan.